Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Avengers Endgame. Hell yeah! This is, of course, the latest entry in what's known as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This movie opened this past weekend to uh, a record-breaking $350 million. Wow, that's Here, a big number. Well, yeah, that's a record by a considerable margin, because the previous record was just a year ago with Infinity War. Yeah. And this is uh, almost like $100 million higher. <laughs> So it's, yeah, like the new record, the, the bar has been pushed considerably higher. It made over a billion worldwide. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, because the, the, like the big time moviegoers is usually in like Asia and, you know, overseas. Well, the two biggest markets is the U.S. Mm-hmm. and China. China. Yeah. And both markets pulled in over 300. I think U.S. pulled in a little bit more, but pretty close. Yeah. So this is, yeah, this is like new box office territory. Do you think people went through what we went through to get tickets? Well, yeah. And that, I mean, that's that's a whole other story. Um, I mean, just the hype around not, not only this movie, but when tickets would actually go on sale. Yeah. And, you know, you do, you do a little research and you find out through theater owners that it's it's coming out on a certain date, and that's kind of verified because you. I mean, there's a photo of like a ticketing schedule, and you know, it shows other movies, and it's pretty accurate. So you can verify that. And on one Twitter thread, you know, people are asking, people are tweeting to Marvel like, "Hey, when do tickets go on sale? When do tickets go on sale?" And I, you know, I tweet at people. I'm like, "Hey, it's April second. You know, like, hey, like, heads up, it's April second. And people tweet back at me. Like, I don't believe you. Like, nobody knows except Marvel. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, I think theater owners know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a level of, like, hyped up delusion that uh, is new to me. <laughs> I've never experienced it. And so, yeah, when tickets actually went on sale, um, the sites were down. Like, it crashed AMC. Fandango puts you in, like, a waiting room. I had to actually go to the theater, uh, like, physically, like, go to the ticketing kiosk. Yeah. At how how early? It was, like, 9 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my life. That's <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm not proud of it. It, it, was, it was feverish um, yeah. for a few hours there when the tickets went on sale. It was nuts. Well, and it was sold out. I mean, it's... For it's sure. Well, sold yeah. Out and, for first and, night. And some some theaters were running like 24-7 screenings. So that's... I mean, that's how a three-hour movie gets to make this amount of money. Yeah, hype was intense. The theaters accommodated. <laughs> and Disney conquered all. Yeah, this movie has uh, like a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. So critics are on board. It got an A-plus cinema score. So fans are on board. <laughs> Every, everyone's loving it. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I mean, I see people tweeting, like comparing this to Casablanca as like one of two perfect movies that they've seen. Like, I mean, people are saying crazy nonsense. I mean, just, I mean, look, there's a difference between like a favorite movie. And a classic. And, yeah, and, yeah. A, and a perfect, like a masterpiece. Let's take it easy, like calling things masterpieces that we've just seen. Anyways. Well, tell me how you really feel. Well, let's, you know, before we, before we talk about this, let's back it up and talk about uh, Avengers Infinity War, which came out exactly a year ago. 
that movie ended, of course, pretty dramatically with um, you know the the snapping, the snapture. The the snapture. I love that. I love that. Yeah, Thanos. He snapped his. He got the Infinity Stones. He snaps his glove and he wipes out half of existence. Yes. That's how that movie ended. Pretty bold ending. What What did you think of Infinity War? So I really enjoyed, you know, Infinity War. I'm a big Marvel movie person. I mean, I think you like they the really, Marvel movies. Well, I think they really do a good job as far as casting and the writing aspect and the stunts and you know all of that. For me, is kind of on cue. I really love that. Sure. One big gripe that I had in Infinity War was the Hulk and not being able to Hulk out like Dr. Brennan not being able to Hulk out because he got I don't know an- anxious or something he only seemed as the Hulk in like the first scene where he gets like his ass kicked yeah and so yeah he he can't transform yeah and um but this movie you think this one like topped it well well this movie brought the Hulk brought to the where Hulk, I Hulk thought it you know I, I was looking forward to it and yeah, well, I mean, it, the bulk of this episode, it'll be spoilers. I mean, we'll try and keep it. Well, and my second gripe is the Hawkeye was not in, or Ant-Man, in... In, in Infinity in War. In Infinity War, yeah. Well, I mean, they can't fit them all in. I think when Infinity War did well, it brought together the Guardians yeah. with the core Aven- Avengers. You know, for me going in, like, there was some, you know, like, how is that going to work out? You know, like, are these two, like, tones going to work together? And I thought it worked out pretty well. Like, the Guardians kind of fit together perfectly. I yeah. mean, with the other Marvel characters, like Thor, you know, interacting with Rocket Raccoon. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of great moments throughout that movie. And it had that kind of, like, just cliffhanger, dead stop, gut punch ending. Well, Thor and Quill, too. <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, the two of them, yeah, just kind of like a pissing to... contest. <laughs> Seeing whose is bigger. <laughs> it got a lot of just kind of natural character comedy from that. I thought it was a great... And genuine chemistry from the actors. I think there's like... I think all the actors really enjoy each other. I mean, you can... They're, they're all friends. I mean, I feel like you can see that. For sure. Uh, when filming, I feel like it's probably a drama-free set and people are just having the time of their lives. That's how it. I, I feel... I would, imagine, I would imagine most actors would, would just kind of be happy to be a part of the MCU in some capacity, yeah. especially like being one of the Avengers. I would think that would be like the gold standard, I guess, for a working actor. <laughs> you're doing good yeah. if you're in the MCU. So yeah, I guess keeping it you know spoiler free for now, how did you feel about Avengers Endgame? Loved it! <laughs> I absolutely enjoyed myself. I yeah. did not feel like three hours. I really loved how they put everybody together, how they figured it out. It was just awesome. Okay, I loved yeah. I loved the portrayal of Thor in the movie. I thought that was hilarious. And I thought that Hulk was hilarious. Sure. I mean, Hulk stole the show for me. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in this movie. Yeah. So what I didn't get from Infinity War, I got get here. from this movie. The movie, yeah, the movie does kind of balance it out, I guess. Characters who you were kind of missing yeah. from Infinity War, like Ant-Man, like Hawkeye, they're here very prominently Yeah. in, in this film. And that's, yeah, and that's nice. If you're fans of those and you're missing them, this movie uh, does it up. Yes. So, uh, okay, so overall you, you liked it? Oh, yeah. You're- oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we made sure not to use the bathroom throughout three hours, so we couldn't really drink any water in the movie. You got to go, like, a couple hours before, like, you know, stop drinking, like, piss it all out. 
because well, it's a three hour. It's, it's legitimately three hours. The three hour journey. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I thought Captain Marvel would have been more of a predominant player. Oh in gosh, this. I mean the way. But in, I'm kind of glad she wasn't. Right. It's <laughs> the way Infinity War ends with Nick Fury texting her or like paging her. Kind of like, you know, you're our only hope. Like, save us from Thanos. Save us from the, you know, the snapping. You would think she would be a much more dominant presence in yeah. this film. And more integral. She's in it for about maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. It's kind of about a, 15 minutes. It's yeah. like a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and like you said, like, I, we're, going in, I was kind of worried, like, the movie's going to lean heavily on Captain Marvel. And I wasn't a big fan of that movie. We, we, we both weren't. Nope. And not and Brie Larson in general. I mean, they miscast. Yes, they miscast. So, but yeah, it was a relief that she's kind of gone. Yeah, she's gone for a long section. She doesn't even really, you know, without giving away spoilers, she doesn't even really. Uh, she's Come not, in until the last, she, the last bit of it, and she's not even that crucial, I guess, to the climax. Mm. She, she's like one piece of many. She's one piece of many. Yeah. Yeah. So um, okay, so you. Well, loved I guess. It. Well, without she does destroy. She helps. Thanos' ship. Yeah. Single-handedly. She, I, I, yeah, true. So, I mean, that's... And she does a similar move in in her, her own movie, yeah. right? She destroys, like, Ronan's ship. Yeah. Uh, again, like, uh, Brie Larson seems like she's, like, she doesn't want to be there almost. <laughs> like, she's like, she's like the one cast member who's, like, just, like, too, too cool for school. Yeah. Is that just me? No, I think, I mean, that's me too. But, you know, people... <sighs> People like her, I guess. I guess. As Captain Marvel. She's, yeah, she's she's the weak link. But again, yeah, she's not in this that much. So overall, you really liked it. Um, I did. What about is, you? Um, well, it, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I just want to say I enjoyed the movie. I, I mean, I was entertained throughout. It's a long movie. You know, the first half is definitely like a wind up, you know, and whereas the second half is kind of like all payoff. You know, a lot of the movie felt like um, like it was recycling. Um, like flashbacks, literally, like flashbacks. In many cases, yeah. In some a cases, lot of the movies prior. Quite literally, yeah. uh, it's recycling previous MCU movies. And so I guess more than any other movie in the MCU, it's really uh, relying on previous movies and your knowledge of previous movies. And I guess if you're a hardcore fan, you're going to love all the little cameos and Easter eggs. Yeah. I mean, the movie... Imp- Stan Lee's Easter. I mean, that was... Yeah, always fun. You can always count on it well, to be there. But I guess not, not anymore. A, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was. that's going to be the last one. True. I mean, fitting that this yeah. is the last, I guess. Yeah, and I guess, yeah, my disappointment is that it, it recycled a lot from previous films. And that this movie, I don't think this movie does anything new on its own. This movie is all just previous elements that we've seen just mixed together. It's kind of like a greatest hits. This movie does literally it doesn't do anything new. It doesn't introduce anyone new. It doesn't show you anything mm. new. It just combines it, everything. It's a conclusion. On a it's bigger not scale. supposed to show somebody new. It's a conclusion. I understand yeah, I understand that, but it doesn't I guess it doesn't it doesn't take you anywhere new. I guess, you know, previous like epic conclusions to fantasy films they at least, I mean, they're taking you somewhere new to maybe like a new location or, you know, I mean, like a new scene, at least. This movie literally recycles scenes from uh, every every other MCU well, cause, movie. Because, I mean, they're, they're going back in time. So rightfully so, instead of reshoot or, you know, reshooting that, I mean, why not take it from uh, <laughs> another movie? I mean, it's cheaper to do it that way. And that's, I think that's part of my issue. Um, the time travel element 
which is a heavy element of this film, uh, that felt kind of uninspired to me. It felt uh, unimaginative. If you're making a time travel movie, that's one thing. Using time travel as a plot device, to me, I guess, feels kind of lazy. And it always opens it up to plot holes. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not like a stickler for plot holes, but I mean, if you wanted to, I mean, you could pick this thing apart from like a logic level. As soon as the time travel starts happening, uh, it gets pretty convoluted and, and I nuts. Mean, it's a, you know, right? I mean, you, just, you go with it, whatever. I mean, you, you go know, with it. I, mean, I didn't have again. You're dealing with Thor. You I didn't know, have that the god of thunder well, yeah, and you know whatever. So we're not dealing with logical. I well, I didn't have that problem with Infinity War. Infinity War was very straightforward. Thanos needs those stones. The Avengers are trying to stop him. <laughs> well, it was like the first Avenger movie that didn't have a good ending yeah and i i mean again i respect that but also i mean aside from just the ending even if it had a happy ending i liked just how direct and straightforward that movie was you know exactly what everyone is trying to do what their agenda is and what's at stake as entertained as i was there's a there was an element of disappointment especially considering the hype like the insane hype I couldn't help but walk away a, a little disappointed on some level that the movie didn't show me anything new that's something you need, I think, from a franchise sequel because you're already starting from like a recycled kind of point of view, right? Yeah. You're recycling characters, you're doing a sequel, so you need to do something new. This movie does not. <laughs> this movie is ju is just fan service. I mean, that's another but thing. But it's satisfying. Like I, I don't. I mean, it's satisfying as fan service. I don't know how hardcore a fan I am of these movies. I mean, I say this. I mean, we got them all like on the shelf right behind me. I like these movies a lot. I don't know if I love these movies. They're fun. They're entertainment. They're fun. So, but people are holding these movies up in a really high, like, personal level regard, and they don't they don't hold that level for me. They like these movies don't inspire me. They're just they're fun to put on, like when you're bored <laughs> and you want like some comfort food type cinema. The these movies aren't. None of these are like masterpieces. Like, I would agree that they're masterpieces, but I definitely disagree with you that they're they're kind of weightless. Food. I, I think they're kind of weightless. They don't have much weight to them. I think my favorite is maybe the first Avengers. That one holds up on repeat viewings. Oh, because it's got a good villain. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it has a really good villain. Uh, that's when they all come together for the first time. That movie's really well handled all yeah. throughout. It's it it holds up surprisingly well to repeat viewings. Some of these movies are really really good. I love Doctor Strange. That's probably, that's a solid one. I you know another one, of my one favorites. Another one is Winter Soldier. That one holds up pretty well. Yeah. The first Guardians, the first Iron Man. I, you know I like the ones that kind of break new ground. This one isn't breaking any ground. But I don't think it's supposed to break new ground. I mean it, it's it's, just, it's a conclusion. It's supposed to wrap up what we. Sure didn't get an infinity war it was supposed to wrap it all up and you know all of that i don't think that it was supposed to give you anything new i mean that's not what this movie was i mean at three hours i mean show me something new right <laughs> show me i mean i mean you learn me about somewhere. the quantum realm i mean we've seen the ant-man movies <laughs> we know all about the quantum realm literally like nothing new no concept wise character wise Location-wise, visual-wise, nothing new is introduced. Th that's my main beef. That's, I mean, that that's kind of where it comes down to. And for me, that just, you know, on a repeat viewing level, like I, I know you're itching to rewatch this as soon as I we, am. As soon, soon as we walked it, out, you're like, I yeah. need to, re I need to see I that need to again. See it again. And then the morning after, like, I can't wait to see that again. <laughs> Today, I need to see this movie again. I'm gonna go when it kind of dies down in the theaters. Absolutely. When, when I think about rewatching this. I just I think about kind of that long opening hour where you, you know the Avengers are kind of moping around. 
and uh, to me that's like that's kind of a drag to have to like resit through that i mean you get some good payoffs but this movie's long yeah like you got to be dedicated i think and most people are clearly well a lot of people are you know i most I know, most I know, people i don't know are. if older folks are dedicated how dedicated they are like my mom isn't dedicated to these movies I'm sure there's there's plenty of folks who would you know prefer superheroes to go. Away. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm one of them, but you know I you think... just want something original. You you like sure. original stuff, whether it's a movie or whether it's original content within a, uh, a regenerated movie. I, I wish people freaked out about original stuff the way they freak out about this. You know, people are like, you know, I was crying. There's so many surprises. I was shitting my pants. Like there are movies, <laughs> movies open every single week that it can give you some variation of that feeling like give him a chance give me like if you've watched this movie three times in one weekend give another movie a shot i mean try it this movie made more money in a single day than ready player one did in its entire domestic run so i like it's like things are just imbalanced in my view like original like i'm not hating on superhero movies i just i wish people kind of opened their horizons a little bit and spread the love to original stuff otherwise we're not getting we're not going to get any more original stuff it's just gonna be this over and over well yeah because a lot of people are going to see these kinds of movies that's what the movie studios are going to be making because they are going to placate towards the fans studios are just trying to make what they think people want and clearly people want superheroes i mean i mean they want them real bad So uh, I guess let's let's take a break, okay. and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll get into some spoilers for Avengers Endgame. All right, we're back, and we're gonna we're gonna go full f- full hog on on spoiler talk. Yeah. So, so if you haven't seen this movie yet, turn it off, yeah. and then come back to us when once you have. If you don't want to, buy, yeah, buy a ticket. It's worth buying a ticket to. Yeah. Yeah. For if sure. If you don't want any, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, then yeah, come now on back. Is the time to turn off and then come back. So you've seen the movie, and now you're back. You're listening. Yep. So yeah, the big spoiler is Iron Man is dead. Yep. He, he dies he, at the end, and so does Natasha. Yeah, she. Uh, they both kind of sacrifice themselves. Yep. Here's a big question: How does how does Tony get the Infinity Stones? He does. I mean, I, he does a little switcheroo. He does a little switcheroo. How did they, it's how, a, it's, it was a special. How did they end up in his hand? Well, I, I think it was a special glove that he was manufacturing because he knew, you know, the hard time that they had before. He, he got a glove that was manufacturing that I think kind of drew the stones to the hand. His special glove had like a magnet on yeah. it to draw the stones to it. Yeah. I guess I buy that. I, yeah, I don't know if the movie makes that totally clear, but I mean that's a, a good explanation, I guess. And yeah, and so uh, yeah, in another scene, Natasha, uh, she. Well, let's start from the beginning, I guess. Okay, <laughs> let let's stop. Like you know, you just drop well, no, let the bombshell. Well, yeah, I just, I mean, I want to just kind of clear uh, clear the, the room, clear the room. But let me, yeah, before we do that, let me just ask you, like, what did you think of like Tony Stark's death? Like, I mean, how do you feel about that? It was sad. I mean, I thought, like, I almost teared up. Did he need to die? I think so. I think he did, yeah. Okay. I think that the relationship between him and Spider-Man is really touching. It's great. Um, that's what pulls him that's, that's what pulls, what pulls him, back. him back into and that works the, the, that, that works as a motivation that yeah. works he does have a have a baby in this film yeah right like a we do girl. see we do see him it's kind of a nice scene with pepper pots yeah just a nice moment of him like playing around with uh you know his child 
Also a cool scene was him meeting his dad. For sure. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, again, and that's, I guess, uh, sort of a nod to Iron Man 2. I mean, this movie, it, it references even the worst of the MCU. It references Thor the Dark World for an extended stretch. <laughs> well, you get like, one of the worst Marvel movies. So it really, it, it pays to know like each and every single one yeah. going into this. Yeah. But it opens with the Hawkeye, right? It opens with Hawkeye and Hawkeye losing his family during the snapping. It's like the, it's like the rapture, basically. Like bam, goodbye. yeah, yeah. It it really kind it really kind of is. And then so you're left with just Hawkeye, and and then Hawkeye kind of freaking out and killing all the bad people that were saved. He's walking walking the earth. Yeah, yeah, just killing killing the bad folks. He's I mean leaving like massacring people. Big yeah. big, big badass yeah. samurai, I guess. I mean, I mean pretty yeah, he's cool. A, he's a cool, yeah, cool character. <laughs> and he tra- like he trades his bow and arrow for a sword, I guess. And this he's using well, a sword, right? Well, I think right? he uses both. I okay. mean, he's still Hawkeye. Has he ever heard of a gun? I mean, not just, his style. Not his style. Okay. Not his style. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. So yeah, and at one point we see him in Tokyo, like yep. rain rain soaked yep. uh, Tokyo. And uh, this is when Natasha and him like pulls assassinating him. another person. Yeah, th- and and then we see him when uh, Natasha, a Black Widow, pulls him in and says, "We may have, we may a have situation. been uh, uh, been able to fix what happened." Sure. So okay, like, so, like, like you you can maybe get your family yeah. back. So that's that's Hawkeye. We see Black Widow is kind of taking Nick Fury's role as far as being kind of the leader and of yeah. all of the um, what's left of the superheroes. A pretty a pretty good role for Scarlett Johansson yeah. in this. Yeah. She has a until she's until she kills herself. Well, she sacrifices herself. I mean, I think killing yourself is a little. She's holding it together, but most of the Avengers are pretty down. Yeah, Thor is in the net and like Nor Netherlands or like in. He's in New Asgard. Yeah, New Asgard. I think it's like I don't know where it is on the map, but all, all of this is, I guess, like five years later, right? Yeah, they, they find Thanos. Yeah, they decapitate him. Yep. And they realize it means nothing because he already destroyed the stones. Yes. So Thor is very depressed. Yes. And I guess this is a good joke. Like, haha, Thor is out of shape. He's a you know video game troll. Grew, Just, grew this huge beard. They they kind of Luke Skywalker the guy a bit. They do, yeah. It's it's really he's not he does not look good looking in this in this film at all. Right, I, and I guess that's one of my one of my issues. Like, it's good for a joke. Like, you know, haha, he's out of shape. But he's like that for the entire movie, right? The entire movie. And it kind of, it downgrades the character for me, for sure. Like, it downgrades. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. It just, it turns, there's nowhere else to go with it. It's just, he he's out of shape. Chris Hemsworth plays it well. Yeah. Like, everyone's doing great here. Um, I just, yeah, I thought that it didn't go anywhere. At least he still rises to the occasion. He does, And yeah. becomes a hero. Like, that's the difference. He doesn't just stay in New Asgard and milk an alien tit and then die of exhaustion. He actually joins the, the fight. The fight. So that that's the that's the key difference. <laughs> Overall, I think the characters are well represented here. We we haven't, I guess, mentioned uh, Tony Stark. You know, when he gets back from like the whole battle, he's like digitally emaciated. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, remember yeah. that bit? And they save. So Captain Marvel saves him. Sure. And when he comes back, you know, he hasn't eaten, I guess, in outer space. He's been floating in outer space. So they digitally emaciate him. Yeah. 
And it looked pretty bad. I it, mean, it looked... I was like, did he really do that? And it looks... It looks distracting and bad, <laughs> I would say. And Nebula, I mean, that's another character who's well represented here. Karen Gillian, she she does a good job here. I, I like Nebula in this. She 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 has an important role. Yeah. Kind of a dual role. Yep. Yeah, she she does play a dual dual character. Okay, so Ant Man, he uh, everybody knows that he's kind of in the quantum realm. When the um, snapping happens. He's in the quantum realm, and so we catch up with him, and he gets out of the quantum realm. A rat steps, a, Is that what happens? A rat, yeah, a rat triggers steps it. on the, <laughs> so the remote that freed him. Right. He was waiting for, like, Hope and Michael Douglas to help him out. Yeah. But they got snapped away. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then he goes, and he obviously sees a daughter, but the wasp. And she's older and now. She's, she's, like, she's, she's, like, preteen now. Yeah, she's a lot older. <laughs> He didn't know where he was, what what year it was, like nothing. Paul Rudd is good in this. Uh, he's always welcome uh, yeah. on screen, as far as I'm concerned. I, I like him as Ant Man. He's the one that actually figured out he's important how to, this. to yeah. do the time travel. So it was really cool because apparently, when he was in the quantum realm, it was only five hours in his time versus five years, five years. Yeah. in you know regular time. So. He figured out that there was some kind of time warp or time displacement displacement within the realm. And, you know, obviously they go to Tony Stark because they feel like Tony Stark can handle it. Tony Stark turns them down because he's got he's happy with the wife and he's living the good life, living the good life. Um, I don't blame him. He's living the good life. He's got a you know wife and kid. He's living on Lake Lanier. It looks like yeah. He he feels like he has he has too much to uh, lose to lose. Yeah, because yeah. if they go back in time, he was afraid that you know losing his daughter or something along those lines, and you know the future would be messed up. And then so he turns him down, and then they go to um, Doctor Brennan, and he is the Hulk now full time. Did you say Doctor Brennan? Yeah. You mean Dr. Banner? Banner. Bruce Ooh. Bruce Banner? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we, we catch up with him in like a diner. At a diner. Yeah. He is full on Hulk out, but he is... But he's calm. He's at peace but with But he's it. Bruce. He, yeah, he's not like smashing things. No, he's, he's really... It was pretty fun. Yeah, and he's taking selfies with people. It was I mean, fun. you yeah. know, Hulk out, you know, it was really funny. I, I enjoyed his character so much. One of the best. And then him trying to trying to get back to that rage yeah. was hilarious because he couldn't do it. Right, right. It's, uh, it's one of the best, I think, iterations of Hulk we, we've seen on yeah. screen. Yeah. And Mark Ruffalo is really good uh, in this. And the effects are pretty good on it. Yep. Um, so that, yeah, that, that was a, that was a highlight for sure. And then Captain America, where was he? He was just helping Natasha, Black Widow. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we catch up with him, you know, after five years later, uh, he's, he's running like therapy sessions. <laughs> yeah. About the vanished. That's yeah. And that's part of like during this movie stretch when it's, it's a little slow, you, yeah. so, you could argue. And there's a lot of scenes of people just kind of moping and crying <laughs> And, you know, mileage might vary during this stretch. You, yep. could, you could say not a lot happens. Eventually, though, the plot kind of kicks in. When when Ant-Man comes in and he figures out there's something there, then it gets everybody kind of together. He introduces the idea of like a, a time heist. A ti- a, yeah, a time a, heist. A time heist. And so they're going to go back to previous points 
and MCU history where Infinity Stones were. Yeah. And then recollect the stones before Thanos can. Yeah. And so that's that's the gimmick of this film. We're going to go back in time. To get the stones before Thanos can get his hands on them. Because the current Nebula and past Nebula, they are connected. Because she's a machine. True. Um, and so there's two, I guess, realities or two personas in her. Two different timelines or, or something. In her machine or something. So like yeah. there, she had a malfunction and then it. See the other version's thoughts. Yes. And yeah. vice versa. Yeah. And that gives. Past Thanos. Like the, the insight into what happens in the future. Yeah. And this Which is ha- interesting. Well, it this, creates this, an interesting paradox. Yeah, this happens when Nebula goes back in time with her past self's time. Right. So this isn't <laughs> happening, you know, when Nebula is in future time. This is happening when they're all in the same time together. Correct. Okay. Yes, I believe. <laughs> yes. That's true. Yeah. And so, yeah, and so we get scenes where we kind of replay the climax of the Avengers, like the New York battle. And we kind of see the aftermath of when they caught Loki. Yep. And where we see S.H.I.E.L.D., a.k.a. Hydra, kind of cleaning up afterwards. Frank Grillo is in there. There's fucking uh, Robert Redford pops in for one line. Yeah. I mean, what is happening? (laughs) I I mean, I guess kudos to, I mean, the contract negotiations. Right. To get these, you know, very famous A-list actors to just show up. At one point towards the end, you get a a whole sea of well-known actors who just stand around and say nothing. (laughs) They're just standing around in the background. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer shows up and does nothing. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that's good or bad. It feels like a waste to me. But uh, no, it's like a bone, like Michelle a bone Pfeiffer to was fans. in the final battle. They were all. I don't in the think. F- so. Yes, she was. She was in the final battle. Okay, I mean, she doesn't say anything, does she? She's in the suit. Okay. She was a part of that that all female like led. Oh, oh that yeah, that moment. Um, you you like that moment? You're I like, did yeah, like girl that power. You it's cheered. Like, yeah. You didn't feel any. It didn't feel like pandering. No. <laughs> it didn't. Okay. We get testosterone-driven movies all the time, and then once the females come in, you're, you're saying it's pandering. But Ashley, let's be real. This movie is male-dominated, 100%. And so all the women do, they come together for literally a photo op. We don't actually see them kicking ass together. They just come together, do a photo op like, yep. They're protecting the arm. Captain Marvel has the arm at that point, and they're protecting her. I'm, again, they come together for a photo op. I mean, I understand like they're helping in the battle, but like that moment is little more than a photo op. But it, it worked for you, <laughs> and that's I mean that I mean that's that's what matters. But again, again, this is a male-dominated movie, and the one female character who gets the most to do, she's iced out midway through. So let's just I mean let's be honest. I think the MCU is going to get better about that female representation going forward. But this is a male-dominated movie. It's Iron Man's show. It's Captain America's show. It's Hulk's show. It's Thor's show. The dudes are running the show. So, and how we deal with Black Widow's death is when they go and try to get the Soul Stone, we all know from Infinity War that you have to sacrifice somebody that you love. And that's another scene that is completely recycling. A scene that we just saw. With Gamora and We saw that. We saw like the same thing go down a year ago in Infinity War. It felt really dramatic there. But I mean, it's played again here almost to comic effect to where they are like competing with who gets to commit suicide. (laughs) I mean, they're like shooting like explosive arrows at each other. I mean, it gets comical, I thought. 
You disagree. You're you're staring at me pretty cold. Yeah. <laughs> I do disagree with you on that. I was I mean, I thought it was funny. Because when you think one is gonna die, like the other one totally like one ups them, like sabotages them, is like, no, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I've never seen that before. So I, I guess I guess maybe I lied. The, this movie does have something new. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, they, they go back in time and they get all the Infinity Stones. I mean, there are some hiccups along the way. At one um, point, Loki grabs a Tesseract. Yeah. So and, that, and vanishes. And then, that's one of the... And that's left dangling. That is left dangling. So that may change... And that's, and that's another thing. Loki's, Thor's future. I mean, I wasn't, like, delusional after Infinity War and that, like, oh, everyone's dead. No one's coming back. You assume, like, Black Panther, Spider-Man, et cetera, they're coming back. I figured that Loki's death in the first scene, I figured that was going to stand. Yeah. It doesn't. It does too. Does it? He's, yes. a, he's alive. In no. This, in this new reality, he's he's disappeared with the Tesseract. But it doesn't change anything from the fact that Thanos killed him. That, I mean, that was a different Thanos. I mean, that was, that was a Thanos without the knowledge of what happened in the future. So I don't think, I, I don't think his death holds. Again, he disappears with the Tesseract. I mean, he has yeah. a huge surge of power. So his death was undone. And Gamora's death, which is this big dramatic death in Infinity War, that death is undone. Pretty much everything is undone well, in Infinity War. Her, the future Gamora is, is done. But then we get, when they we go into past the past Gamora. Gamora yeah. And then she's she's I mean, there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's, again, her death is undone. No death matters in this movie, in this series. And well, Natasha's done. I mean, they can't bring her. Is back. she done? She has a movie coming out. She has a solo movie coming out next year. I think it's gonna be a prequel. Okay. Look, when you introduce time travel, you can undo everything. Iron Man's death can be undone. Ten years from now, they can go back in time, bring back Iron Man. We'll back up a money truck to uh, Robert Downey Jr. We'll digitally de-age him. What is to stop anyone from doing that besides common sense? That, that's what we got going on. Time travel, it can undo everything. There are no stakes. This movie, for me, it uh, kind of retroactively made me like Infinity War less. Because when I got out of Infinity War, I'm like, wow, that's the best Marvel movie. It's not anymore. Because <laughs> nothing in that movie actually stands. Because it's all undone in the next film. So this movie, it builds to, uh, they get the stones and Hulk, he, he gets the gauntlet and he snaps his fingers, right? And that's where like shit gets crazy. Well, he snaps his fingers and everybody's back. But so is like and the, the new wise Thanos. And all of that. So he destroys his, his... It messes up his arm. Yes. But, but it... no, Nebula, remember, Neb they switch. So they capture future Nebula. And then old Nebula, past Nebula, comes into the future. Correct. And calls Thanos and it was able to bring Thanos into yeah. the future time. Right when um, the Hulk snapped his fingers and brought everybody back to life. So they're able to bring back the Avengers, but they're also bringing back, you know, wise Thanos. And he's, he's bringing an army with him. And that sets the stage for a battle. And I guess in the best scene in the movie is when the battle goes down and all the portals open. Yeah. And all the Avengers. And Doctor Strange. Doctor opens Strange up comes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Star Man. Star Lord. Yeah. But Black Panther. Yeah. Everyone's coming back. And that, that got huge cheers. Yeah. That in the was audience. awesome. And then, because and it came in because it just looked like 
Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, Ant-Man, that they were all having to just go and battle Thanos and his massive army all by themselves. Yeah. When Thanos realizes, oh shit, it's about to go down when all the portals start opening. And they're talking about bringing all of the armies from, you know, Black Panther, all of their people. You're, you're bringing in everybody. You're bringing in all the witches. Scarlet Witch comes in. Scarlet Witch comes back. Even Pepper Potts and like the iron suit comes yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, she's got her own iron suit. Yeah, a, a Valkyrie, right? Yep. A Pegasus comes in. It's it's a great moment, yeah. especially for fans. I mean, that a huge payoff uh, just in that sequence alone. Yep. Just like huge series of payoffs. And that's and that's a lot of fun. And that, that alone makes it an experience you want to see on a big screen with a room full of fans. The one person that doesn't come back is Vision. True. Yeah, and I'm he not did, sure why. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't come back in this movie. Maybe someone someone who knows the comics better could could explain why. But yeah, it seemed like Vision should be somewhere. Yeah, um, but maybe not because he... I mean, the stone is what got... It's probably linked to the stone yeah. somehow. Like his whole essence yeah. is linked to the stone. I guess I can buy that. Um, and so, yeah, the battle goes down. And, of course, you know, uh, the Avengers win. <laughs> yeah. Um, da, know, da, da, da. Yeah, a real surprise. And, and then Stark dies. He sacrifices himself. He does the snap. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a good snap. It, it, it's a snap that... <laughs> a snap for good. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it like kills all of Thanos and Thanos' army and all the, the bad people. And definitely a satisfying moment to see Thanos crumble to ash. I think people cheered at yeah. that. My one question, though, is future Nebula kills past Nebula, and I don't know how future Nebula is still alive. Sure. That, yeah. That, that was one of the things I was just like, what? That's one question. I thought, yeah. that, I, I thought it would have worked well if like, she kills past it like sacrifice. Self, like a self-sacrifice and you know all that, and then they can fix her up later or something. I guess, yeah, this movie works by different rules, the, the time travel. I mean, who the hell knows? <laughs> yeah, time travel, it just it makes it too convenient. Yeah. Too convenient to do what you want, to undo what you want. That's a gripe uh, that I had with this. That's kind of a gripe I have with any movie that just uses time travel as a like plot device. This movie's all about it. And then so once Stark dies... They, we get a funeral. We get a funeral. Everybody goes to the funeral, like we get everybody. A whole, a whole bunch of A-listers. That's yeah. <laughs> Just hanging out at Lake Lanier. <laughs> but we also get we also see the task now is to put the the stones back where they were. Go back in time and, and put the stones back once Thanos has been defeated. So they went back uh, Captain America went back in time. And he was supposed to come back, but he didn't come back. Uh-oh. And he stayed in past life and I believe married that... Peggy. Peggy, yeah. Married Peggy and, and grew old. And then we see him sitting on a bench as an old man. <laughs> passing, like far as Gump. <laughs> right? Passing the Captain America shield to... To Falcon. To Falcon. One thing that I didn't know before going into this movie is Captain America and Iron Man, I mean, they didn't renew their contracts. So obviously they were going to die. I think everyone was speculating. There was so much speculation, so much like spoiler phobia going into this. And yeah, it turned out, yeah, like Cap and Iron Man, they're they're done. They're, yeah. they're out of the MCU. I mean, they've been in it for what, 15 years now? Uh, 10. 10. 
Iron Man. Well, I guess eleven. Iron Man was two thousand and eight. Yeah. Captain America was twenty eleven. I guess my two favorite MCU characters are Iron Man and Rocket Raccoon. They didn't give him a lot of... I thought he was fun. He's kind of just in the background, yeah. just making quips. He's a welcome presence. I relate to Rocket. He's you just fun. would, yeah. I really love Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. And that that was my entry into the MCU, his Iron Man. That was the first movie. He did such a great job playing Tony Stark. And he's done a great job throughout. He has, yeah. And so with him out of it, you know, that's... You know, that's one less reason for me to be invested in any of these movies, if I'm being honest. But, you know, I guess I question how necessary his exit really was, considering how happy a place they had him in. They put him in this happy place, and then they take him out of it. And I guess I feel like the sacrifice that he does here, it's kind of the same sacrifice that he does in the first Avengers, where he takes, you know, the rocket up into the alien ship. Up into the space, yeah. Yeah, Hail Mary, self-sacrifice move. He just happens to survive it. So this isn't like a new thing for him. He's proven that he's a hero. Yeah, I, I I think. But again, we're just we're kind of just repeating things. We're recycling things. But I appreciate that this movie does try to give a sense of closure. Yeah, it does. A plus. You would give this. You give this an A plus. I would. Yes. You're, you're in line. I am. Um, I, I, I thought it was so good. It was. Yeah, it was something. It, I give it a B. You know, it's it's another it's another superhero movie. Look, this is—I would say this is a top ten Marvel movie, but for me, it's in the bottom, towards the bottom of the of the ten. But for you, it's number one. Number uno. Sorry. Would you consider this I, a date night movie? I wish I was like shitting my pants over this. I wish I was. I, I just, to me, it's it's another superhero movie. I get half a dozen of these a year, so it's just another. I think you're nuts. Okay. Is this a good date movie? No, it's a good geek movie. I think it's a good date movie. Is it? It's wonderful. What makes it a good date movie? I mean, it's three hours long. What if your date doesn't love superheroes? Still a good date movie? Yes. You're going to take them to this Because it's a hour... comedy, too. Is it? Yes. So even if they've never seen a Marvel movie in their life. I mean, like, are they living under a rock? I mean, maybe they like. Let, let, let's be real. Like, what Maybe they what like foreign cinema. Hasn't? Or maybe, I mean, maybe they like indie films or original shit. I don't know. And they don't like Marvel stuff. You're, you're still going to take them to this? Yes. Okay. I guess, I guess that's it. <laughs> Is there, is there anything else uh, I guess you want to say about uh, Avengers Endgame? No. It's a really great movie, and I think you're nuts. Because I don't like it enough? Yeah. That's Avengers Endgame, directed by Joe and Anthony Russo. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter, at dnmoviepodcast, and you can also email us at datenightmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. <laughs>